After a year-long pause, highly contagious avian influenza is back here in Wisconsin. The State Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection first confirmed the virus in a small backyard flock in Taylor County on November 17th. The DATCP has since confirmed five more cases spreading across Barron and Trempolo County. To learn more about the bird flu's return to the state, Lake Effects expert Nunez is joined by Wisconsin State veterinarian Dr. Darlene Conkle. Why have these cases started popping up again? Well, we're seeing kind of a fall bump in cases around the country. This virus was first detected in North America back in December of 2021, and most of the cases in North America and in the United States started happening in spring of 2022. And Wisconsin also had cases then in spring of 2022 and again in fall. And then you're right, we had a year in between 2022 and now where we did not see any additional cases in domestic poultry at all. And so since November, we've now seen six. And it does seem to correlate with the fall migration season, migrating waterfowl as they move back through areas in the Arctic that are their breeding grounds and back through North America on their way south. They stop to rest and to, to eat in these various areas around wetlands, and that's when we start to see more cases. Understood. So is it surprising to see the virus affecting flocks again after that year-long lull? Not necessarily surprising. We did know that that virus, which is an H5N1, it's just a kind of a terminology for naming influenza viruses based on their surface protein. Like I said, that's been with us since late 2021. It never really left. We had a reduction in cases during the, the summer this past year, and we're fortunate to have no cases in at all uh, in 2023 until now, but it never really left across the country where we're still seeing sporadic detections here and there, seeing detections in wildlife, in wild birds. So we knew it was still around just at lower levels. And then when more birds are congregating because of migration, we started to see more. What makes this strain different or unique from other strains? Well, this is a highly pathogenic avian influenza strain, so it does affect birds really strongly. Usually sudden death is one of the first signs that you'll see, but advanced respiratory signs like sneezing and snicking in birds, lethargy, drop in egg production, low feed and water intake, and most of the time in domestic birds, it progresses pretty rapidly to death. So it is a highly pathogenic virus. Um, it is different from other viruses we've had in the past. We had a similar situation back in 2015 with the high path avian influenza virus. That was a different one. That one lasted for the early part of 2015, and then we didn't see it again. So this virus seems to have some staying power for whatever reason. It's got the capability to remain in the environment a little longer and continue affecting birds. So in the vast majority of cases in this current outbreak, each one of these detections that we're seeing across the country has been mostly an individual introduction from some kind of contact with the virus in the environment. We're not seeing much of what we call lateral spread, which is the virus spreading from farm to farm. Walk me through what happens when a case has been confirmed positive on someone's farm, for example. Well, first of all, we're asking our poultry owners to be really vigilant and look closely at their flocks to see any signs, to detect those early, and to report those to us as soon as they notice something unusual or report them to their veterinarian. So those early reports 
are really helpful to us because then we can arrange to have those samples tested at a veterinary diagnostic laboratory and have those tests expedited so that we get a fast answer on whether that flock does in fact have high AI detected. So as soon as we get that initial detection in our office, we immediately quarantine that flock to prevent any birds from moving on or off. And we do work with the farm owner to depopulate any remaining birds uh, as humanely and as, as quickly as possible. We also work with the farmer and with our USDA counterparts to dispose of those birds in a way that eliminates the virus and also prevents any further spread. Mostly in Wisconsin and in our upper Midwestern states, that disposal is accomplished through composting, which is an effective way to eliminate the virus and dispose of, of the carcasses. From there, there's a cleaning and disinfection step to further eliminate any virus that might be remaining on that premises. And eventually those blocks can restock with new birds once we've established that there's no more virus on the premises. We also set up what's called a control area within 10 kilometers around an infected flock. And we're looking for any other virus in that area. So we do what's called surveillance. We contact other poultry owners around those areas to make sure they're not seeing anything unusual in their flocks. Additional testing is done in the commercial flocks around that area until we have the infected premises at a stage of control where the virus has mostly been eliminated. And then that control area can be released as well. So we're looking pretty closely for additional virus once we have one infected flock. Definitely a lot of measures are being, seems like they're being taken to address this issue. How long do you predict the strain of avian influenza will stick around? That uh, is a very good question. I don't have a crystal ball for that, unfortunately. Uh, in speaking with virologists and other colleagues in USDA and elsewhere, you know, this virus is still around. We're seeing a smaller rise in cases than we did during the highest number of cases back in spring of 2022. But it's still here and it's circulating throughout North and South America in detections in domestic and wild birds. So my thought is we'll be seeing it for a while yet. I don't have a good predictor to know how long. Knowing from what you know from previous years, will the winter have any effect on the spread of the disease? The virus itself can survive just fine in our winters. Uh, influenza viruses don't mind cold, wet conditions, which is basically winter in Wisconsin. So we could potentially see more cases over the winter. We tend to see the largest rises, though, that correspond to the migration season. So I would expect cases to drop off more in the dead of winter, but we still really want to remain vigilant because we certainly could get cases popping up really at any time of the year. Right. And you explained a little bit about what agriculture officials are doing to address the uptick in cases. I guess overall, what's the best practice to help mitigate the spread of bird flu? The best practice to mitigate the spread of bird flu is definitely biosecurity on poultry farms, no matter what their size. So the person that has a few birds in their backyard or their garage that they have for their own egg production up to, you know, large commercial flocks should all be practicing good biosecurity. And that's going to look different from farm to farm. But even the most basic measures can help, including people washing their hands before and after they handle poultry, using dedicated equipment and clothing when you're working with your poultry, 
training any employees on good biosecurity measures on the large commercial flocks that could be as extensive as having employees shower in and shower out before and after they're working with birds, making sure your birds are kept separate from other birds. And if you're introducing new ones, have an isolation period where you can monitor those new birds before you introduce those to the rest of your flock. And one of the most important things is to avoid any contact with environmental contamination. So keeping your birds separate from areas where wild birds can congregate, like ponds and and waterways and things like that. Well, that's definitely interesting that this kind of goes for both backyard flock owners to commercial flock owners. And so how might this recent outbreak affect consumers who purchase poultry products? Well, one of the most important things to remember is that poultry is safe to eat if cooked to the proper temperature. And all the poultry designed for human consumption in the United States is inspected at the processing plants. There have been very few cases of human infections with this particular virus, which is good news. It doesn't seem to have much capability to infect humans or pass from, from person to person at this point. Well, Dr. Conkle, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today and sharing this important information. You're welcome. Pleased to talk with you today. Dr. Darlene Conkle is Wisconsin State Veterinarian under the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection. She spoke with Lake Effects' ex Nunez.